Hold on, Dean. I'll be right there. Yeah, that's where we spend most of our time, right? Like scrolling through some sort of social media. And honestly, if you're being really, really honest, wasting time on some sort of social media. But then there's this thing called LinkedIn, which is supposed to be the place for me and you to go network and become official friends and do business. It's the business social media platform. But what are you doing? You're treating it just like Facebook and just like Instagram, and you're wasting a ton of time on it. Dean, I know you've seen people who do this. And so today on The Growth Engineers, let's have a conversation about how to turn LinkedIn from a time waster into a moneymaker. I know that's cliche, y'all, and kind of corny, but whatever. It is what it is, right? We'll go with it. We'll go with it. <laughs> What's up, buddy? How are you today? I am awesome, awesome, awesome. How are you doing? I'm good, man. So listen, LinkedIn. You know, it's interesting because it's the business platform. It, it Well, it started off as the job platform, and now it's become much more of the business and the business networking platform. You can still do job stuff, yep. but even though it doesn't have as much content as some of the other channels... People write so much. I know sometimes I'm scrolling through and someone wrote what looks like a blog. I'm like, I ain't got time to read the 15-minute blog. Mm-hmm. And it ends up wasting a lot of time. Yep. How do we turn LinkedIn from being that time waster into a moneymaker? Yeah, yeah. I love this question because it's one that really changes your perspective on how you use the platform. And no big surprise, right? We're going to talk about strategy first when it comes to LinkedIn. Big surprise, oh, right? Hold on, hold on. We're talking about strategy? I know, right? The growth engine is talking strategy. What a concept. What a concept. Now, I will say we'll throw some tactics in along the way, but it really does start with what is your goal mm-hmm. of using LinkedIn? And if your goal of using LinkedIn is to sell, you're already off on the wrong foot. Because it is social media, it is, but it's still social first. It's still a social media platform. It just happens to be framed up in a business context. So if you go on and sell, you're just not going to get there, right? I don't know how many messages I get every freaking day, people selling me stuff. And the most generic pitches, it's kind of funny how bad they are. But nonetheless, and they're selling me stuff that... I do. So not only are they cold pitching, they're using automation to do so, which is even worse. So don't be like those people, right? Right. Take a step back and understand that primarily the strategy on LinkedIn is to do what? We just talked about this before we hit record, right? Business is about what? Network and relationships. It's about relationships. That's what LinkedIn is all about. It's framed in a business context, but it's about building your network and building relationships. So if you come to the party with that in mind, you're already ahead of literally 50% of the users on LinkedIn. If you're on LinkedIn more than once a week, you're ahead of the other 25% that remain, right? So you have to engage. You have to spend some time. So where we start is strategy and strategy around connecting with more people that either you can help or they can help you. And that may mean a lot of different things. So it's not about pitching your widget, pitching your services, 
cold DMing people with something yep. of no value because that will just get you absolutely nowhere. So that's just a philosophy coming into this thing so that our audience knows we're not going to teach the next best DM automation campaign, right? We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. I would just say go, go, go find something else to do. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And it is about understanding your goals, understanding the audience. So I give you an example and, and you can have multiple. And this is the thing that, that I love to, okay? It's not one track minded in that way. And I say that because, you know, a platform like Instagram gets a little bit one track minded. TikTok wants you to be a little bit more one track minded. LinkedIn, you don't have to be. So give you, let me give you a perfect example. I get to travel a lot, which I'm very fortunate for. And I go to lots of events. When I'm going to an event, we look to see who else is going to the event. We look to see who's speaking at the event. And guess what? We go make connections with all of them. Make connection with all the people who are going to the event, speaking at the event, saying, hey, I'm going to. What are you going for? And we talk. And we get to know each other before the event. I show up to events and people are like, hey, Atiba, there he is. The guy in the Superman hat. Yeah. It builds relationship. It does. And everybody's at a different place. If you're an employee, let's say you're not a business owner and you're an expert in your field, whatever that may be, and you're not looking for a job, you could certainly use LinkedIn to just share your wisdom, share your yeah. knowledge. Things may come back from that. That's awesome. But your goal is just to share your wisdom and knowledge and connect with others in your industry doing similar things. You may not be open to networking. You may not be open to being hired by the next great employer or whatever it is or you may be early on in your business and all you need is that first dollar your goal is very different right and so you gotta know that yeah you gotta, you gotta know it. you do and the other thing i think you have to know is what does linkedin want come on right? now so what does linkedin want so you really have to understand what linkedin wants right you've got to work with the goals of linkedin to be successful if you're on yeah. TikTok and you're not posting videos on a regular basis you're not going to win. You're not going to get what you need. So knowing what LinkedIn wants is really, it's really important. It's critical and it has to align with how you think about your LinkedIn strategy. So as an example, with the growth of TikTok video content, the growth of Instagram Reels video content, all YouTube shorts, it goes on and on and on. LinkedIn decided that, ah, video content's important. So now they're going to reward any post of yours that's video based. They're going to show it to more people. They also like the multi-page PDF post where you can scroll through the carousel, right? Mm -hmm. Because what it does is it increases the time you, a viewer stays on your post. They call that dwell time. And yeah. they connect higher dwell time with higher relevancy. So what you're saying in your content is, is resonating with your audience. Right. They have an algorithm that they've been working on this year that's going to measure this relevancy concept and the more relevant it perceives your content, the more people it will show your post to. In actual fact, they actually said that higher relevancy posts will be shown to 40% more wow. people that are outside of your direct network. Wow. Think about that. 40% more, more people, people outside of your direct network. Hugely important. So we started this whole thing with what's the strategy for LinkedIn? What is your goal? Your goal is to work with their algorithm and right. their goals so you can succeed too. Yeah. 
So that's on the the organic side. Yep. Right. Of creating content that that posts on there. Right. And you yourself not just spending time scrolling, 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 but actually creating good content and connecting with people and building your network and so on and so forth. But what about ads? Yeah. I, I, this is an awesome topic because this is one of those untapped gold mines that people don't think about. They think about running Facebook ads and how do I get my Google AdWords running? LinkedIn paid content is so powerful because you can target and you can measure. And I'm actually going to flip the mic back to you because I know you're running a LinkedIn campaign right now and you've already yeah, started yeah. to get some data just in the first week or so. So share with us what you're doing and, and kind of what are you seeing so far? Yeah. And so for us with ads on any platform, and, and LinkedIn is no different than, than any other for us in this way, we do video ads. We're a video agency. Go Shocker, figure. right? <laughs> Go figure, right? But we look at ads, we look at content and getting back, even on the organic side, we look at content of the journey that content needs to take people through. Okay. And so we map that journey through, and we could talk about this on another show sometime, why, how, and what. That's the journey, the type of content that you take people through. The what content all the way at the end, that's the one with the call to action that says, hey, come buy my thing, okay? In, in the ad network. And so that's the first thing there was, we're not going to forsake relationship because it's an ad, mm -hmm. okay? So many times you hear ad and you then think, they gotta buy. I paid money, they gotta buy. Sales that's yeah. not correct. That's not correct. So what we're doing and what that's working for us right now on LinkedIn has worked on every platform. We just started testing LinkedIn with this and it's working really well is we've created campaigns where we've got certain ads in what we call the why bucket of content that we told LinkedIn, hey, here's who we're looking for because LinkedIn does have one of the greatest targeting networks out of all of the social media platforms. Okay. And we said, Hey, this is who we're looking for. Go show these ads to them. But we are only interested in collecting in what's called an audience people who watch 75% of our video. So if you show them a video and they watch less than 75%, we don't want to know about them. We only want people who watch more than 75%. And we can even say we want people who watch multiple of them more than 75%. Right then we're going to take those people and show them the next set of ads. Now, there are no buttons. There's no call to action in any of these ads. We're not selling anything wait, in wait, wait, any wait, of wait. these ads. Wait, wait, wait. You're running paid ads? Yeah. And you're not asking for anything? I'm no call to action. So here's the deal. <laughs> so on Facebook and on the other networks, you can run the ad with no button at all. On LinkedIn, they force you to have a button. And so we have a learn more button since they forced you to have a button, but that learn more button takes you to my profile. And it says for you to, to connect with me on my profile. I'm not selling anything. I'm just asking you to be my friend. That's so important. Our audience hears that. That's counterintuitive to most ad philosophies, especially you know, on any platform, regardless. So you're yeah. giving value, you're qualifying by the people consuming that content and moving them to the next funnel, the next stage yeah. of, of communication. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you why this works so well in just a minute, once I'm done, because y'all are thinking, man, you're spending money and that's not gonna work, blah, 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 blah. I get it, stay with me. So 
All those people who watch at least 75% of those videos, we show them the next set of videos. Okay. Now these next set of videos takes the first videos a little bit further, gives them a little bit more, indoctrinates them into me a little bit more. Okay. And all the people who watch that second set of videos, 75%, we will take those people and show them the third set of videos, which actually have the call to action in it. So now they've watched three videos, two of them at least 75%. So they love, and listen, these videos aren't like 10 second videos. I'm talking three, four minute videos. So they're watching content. Yeah, they're committing time. They're committing time. Okay. So by the time they get to the third one, they are ready to say, who are you and what do you have? They, they're, they're at that place where they, they know me, they like me. They trust me yeah. by that third one, okay? Now, was like, okay, what are the results? Well, as I said, we just started this on LinkedIn. We've done this on every network. We've done this on every network over the years, and here's how this works. We've heard it for not just us, but even when we've done it for clients in the past. We've heard this time and time again on sales calls where people say, I just kept seeing your company. I just kept seeing you everywhere. And I just felt like I needed to talk to you. I needed to know what you had to offer me. I just resonated with you by the time they saw that third video. And you're thinking, okay, that's cool. That's cool. But this has got to be more expensive than just running regular ads. I hear you, but get this on most networks, an average lead is going to cost you seven to $10, depending on what you're selling. Right. If you're selling moderate products, seven to ten dollars. Obviously, if you're a lawyer, a lot more than that, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Seven to ten dollars for just a lead, someone to, to take a lead magnet of some sort. OK, not to make a sale, just a lead. Here. In this LinkedIn campaign, in four days, we collected twenty eight hundred people who watched seventy five percent of the video at a cost of two and a half cents per person. Now, we'll show them the next video. The next video may get a little bit more expensive, actually, and it may cost me around three cents per person. Now, we've seen this. We have these same metrics on Facebook. Facebook, the metrics, and that's one of the things we were shocked by because we didn't know what we were going to get with LinkedIn in terms of what the metrics would look like. Right. But two and a half cents is our metric on Facebook, and we did it on LinkedIn as well. The second video go up to about three cents, but then cost per lead, our cost per lead, at least on Facebook, when we've done this in the past, our cost per lead usually comes out to be about $5. So I'm saving two to $5 per lead doing it this way. That's amazing. Yeah, that is way more affordable than most people think because you've got a, a strategy that qualifies those leads. You're not going to keep paying for less qualified leads. As they move through the funnel, they get more qualified and have a higher likelihood to buy. So ultimately your conversion rate goes up. Yeah. Because that's yeah. where it lands, right? At the end of the day, you go all the way down the funnel and that conversion to sale, that's the metric that counts. Yeah. Everything else is a, you know, is a precursor to that. So if you increase exactly. your conversion rate, you're closing more deals, the econ economics work. Yeah. And you're getting rid of all the tire kickers. 
Because if I put out a three minute video and you watch 75% of it. Yeah. Yeah. With the Something average, I said resonated. Yeah. With the average attention span of a gnat, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Something resonated. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the point. Yeah. And it wasn't my gray hair. <laughs> right. Right. The handsome dude with the Superman hat. That didn't do it. <laughs> that's awesome. But, yeah. So but one yeah. of the things you said that I think is important also is in that first video, that button just sends people back to your profile. Yep. And to connect with Ativa. Profile. The profile is so important on LinkedIn. And people spend so much time monkeying with their company profile. <laughs> they, they, that nobody and, ever sees. And no, nobody ever sees. And they don't spend enough time thinking about their profile. So if you were talking about a particular product or a particular problem, let's say, on your ads, and then I click yeah. on the button and I go to your profile, and your profile has nothing to do with the problem you said you were solving, I mean, what the heck is going on? And I bounce out. Incongruency. Like, yeah, right. And there's two things that are important there. First of all, it's congruency for the viewer. Mm -hmm. But we talked about LinkedIn algorithm earlier. Mm -hmm. LinkedIn is now looking at the things that you say you're an expert in on your profile. And does that align with the content that you're producing? Yeah. If I start producing content on gardening, that stuff's not going to get any views because it's not relevant to my profile and to my audience. So yeah. profile, profile, profile. You've got to spend time working on and improving your profile. Um, and the place to start, if nothing else, is turn on creator mode. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and this is one of the interesting parts of LinkedIn versus the other platforms. On the other platforms, you have so little control over your profile. Okay, you get a, a banner at the top if you're on Facebook. You don't even get that on Instagram. You know, you get to write a couple words, maybe a hashtag or two, and, and maybe a phone number or that type of thing. But there's so many different layers to your LinkedIn profile. So much content that you can add there to, to, to show the richness of, of who you are. And there are things that you should not, I mean, you just can't ignore. So yes, there's that banner image on top, sure. But did you also know you can put a video on your face icon where people can click and hear your name? You can put name pronunciation. You can talk to them right there. You can connect right there with them. Yeah, yeah. There's so much you can do. And, and people, I see it all the time. They put, okay, I mastered the, the banner. I mastered my headline. And then I did my experience. Okay, but were you ever published? Were you featured anywhere? There's this whole section of there that you can do that. You want any awards, put it there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've seen some amazing creative uses of the pronunciation of your yes. name. It's a little, I don't know what the length is, probably five, 10 seconds of audio. Seven seconds. Yeah, and so you can record like a, a little welcome note there. Don't, who cares about your name pronunciation? Just say hi and, and quickly what you do, right? That's a way to use it. And then the pronouns. You know, LinkedIn's got the pronouns option now. I've seen people use the pronouns and say digital uh, video marketing superhero, right? For you, yep. don't put your pronouns, put that because that will show up everywhere your name shows up on LinkedIn. And immediately yep. I connect the Tiva with what he does. Yes. It's little yes. cheat codes. Little cheat codes like that that help you 
right? So we've talked about the content side. We talked about the paid side, but don't ignore the profile because you must have that congruency. When they come back to your home and they say, oh, let me give you all an example real, real quick. Okay. My son's a pretty dapper dude. He's a good looking kid. He's 19 years old, right? College football player. So, you know, and he's a quarterback. So, you know, he looks good. He's a good looking kid, right? When he leaves the house, his clothes are nice. He's fresh. He's always nice and clean. (laughs) His room, on the other hand, is an absolute disaster. (laughs) He keeps clean clothes on the floor next to dirty clothes on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't understand it. (laughs) Okay. And so I've always wondered, especially when he goes away to school, I'm like, so what happens when you bring a little girl back to your room? You were nice in the streets. Then she sees this mess and she's like, (laughs) and that's what you're doing with people. When you might put out really great content and they come back to your profile and they're like, huh? What? Yep. Yep. Exactly right. You gotta be consistent. You gotta be consistent. And I just mentioned the creator mode. And there's a yeah. lot of hidden features when you turn that on. And a couple of things I really like is you can really organize your profile and move sections around. Yeah. It actually puts the featured section towards the top. And a lot of people don't realize that you can tell LinkedIn what types of posts you want to show up in your featured section. So is it the regular post? Is it video posts? Is it documents? Whatever it is. So I've been posting a lot of video on LinkedIn. They like it. It's getting great views, great feedback. And so when somebody goes to my profile, they look at my activity section. The featured yep. posts are videos. They don't have to scroll yep. through all of the other stuff. That I, they see my videos right up right front. Away. It's so powerful. It's so powerful. Go to figure out what's resonating with your audience. You can also pin posts to the top of your um, profile too. So if you've got yes. a call to action, a giveaway, a th- whatever the thing is, you can link to external websites with those pinned posts as well in that feature section. There's, there's a lot of ways to make your dorm room look as good as you look when you're out on the town. Yes, absolutely. And last thing I'll, I'll say on LinkedIn, you may have more. And when you said little gems and that type of thing, you all want a little gem. You want a gem. Here's a gem. Y'all ready for this? Here's a gem. You connect with people on LinkedIn. You may know them. You know, you get to know them. Maybe you knew them before. Maybe you work with them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Go to their profile and leave them a recommendation. Leave them a recommendation. Oh, but it's evil. Why am I spending my time to do that? And, And I'm not just saying leave a recommendation. Leave one that's going to make them say, oh, crap, that's awesome. Like, write a really, really, really great recommendation. Yeah. Why? They turn around and reciprocate. Yep. And it's the unexpected recommendation that is so powerful, right? If you have this sort of notion of... Are you going to do it for me and I'll do it for you? And you have this whole plan schemed out. Not that that's bad, but when I, if, if I saw uh, that kind of recommendation come out of the blue, wow, that's impactful for me. That makes a difference for me. And that's a great, a great tip. Yep. 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 And if you want more of that, go listen to an episode we did on networking. 
and the different types of networking, different levels of people within your network. And we're going to link that right up here. Well, go watch that. Okay. So you can even start to just understand because it's about service first. It's about giving first. And LinkedIn is no different. You know, we, we talked about that earlier too, about relationships, it's relationship building. It, and re relationship building, it's about giving first. And they're just great ways that you can really give first on LinkedIn. Yep. Great. That's great. That's a great way to wrap it up. Great episode, Ativa. Well, Dean, I, I thank you. You are the man when it comes to LinkedIn. So listen, y'all, if y'all have LinkedIn questions, reach out to us. Drop us a comment down below. We'd love to help you because we know that there is networking opportunities, ways for you to give and serve and be served on LinkedIn that are completely untapped right now and turn it from just being a time suck into actually making money for your organization. And listen, as always, guess what? He's Dean. I'm Atiba. We're the Growth Engineers. We'll see you next week. See you next week, guys. Bye, y'all.